Hello and welcome to my weekly podcast. This is Open Hearts and Lighten Minds with Abby. Hello and welcome to another episode of Open Hearts and Lighten Minds with me, your host, Abby Salmera. Thank you so much for joining me here today, whatever day it may be for you. I'm really glad that you've taken time out of your day to listen to whatever I have to say today. I hope your week's going great, whether it's the beginning, middle, or end, and if it's not that great, we have next week to take on for the better. As for me, uh, my week has honestly just been very busy. Um, Almost kind of just getting by with everything going on. Still got a lot of midterms and whatnot and stuff like that. It is Friday. Got a lot of, uh, I guess, just like homework coming up for this weekend that I got to do. But did some birthday things and friendship things and... Just in and out of touch with that, and maybe not necessarily the friendship stuff, but overall, um, especially with school, it's getting a little tiring. And that's why here we are today, just talking about the different types of tired. How exactly did I come across these different types of tired? I first came across this poem on TikTok. It's called Explaining My Depression to My Lover. And this poem, I'm only going to read half of it, is this thing that got me starting to think about the different types of tired. It reads, I am tired, but not that kind of tired. Not the sleep kind of tired. The kind of tired that lives in your bones and weighs more than your body. The kind that settles under your eyes like a gray cloud over a village. What I mean by I am tired is I'm so sorry, please don't hate me. What I mean by I am tired is I really want to love you better. And that's just half of the poem. And as you can see, it kind of starts talking about these different types of tired, these different kinds of tired. And when I read this poem, it reminded me of how one of my friends would ask me how I was. You know, we'd catch up during the day and stuff like that. And whenever I said I'm tired, she would ask what kind. Whether that means, you know, you know what you're typically um, thinking of a tired. So like a kind of a, like a sleepy or if it was a sad tired etc. I brought this up to one of my friends now, and um, she felt that too. She kind of understood these, this idea of different types of tired. And we, when we look up the definition of tired on Handy Dandy Google, Handy Dandy Google states its first definition of tired to be in need of sleep or rest, wary. And it's so interesting that when I think of this tired, uh, that is typically what you think of. That's typically what, typically what I think of. But another element is what exactly got you there. And maybe it's this exhaustion of effort, time, energy, and money. Etc. If you ever listened to the podcast episode, Holy Invested, I talk about how we invest those things into different aspects of our lives. And maybe the investment of those things will exhaust us to a certain point where we reach this I guess, point of tiredness. And I always try to do a little research for all the podcast episodes. When So when I started doing research for the different types of tired, it was so interesting to come across a LinkedIn article on the five forms of exhaustion and deep tiredness. And that's exactly why I wanted to bring up this idea of exhaustion was because of the effort, time, energy, and money that is exhausted towards something that you're putting it to, into. And therefore, there are five different types of tired that the link in the article states, and I just kind of wanted to go over this. They are physical, mental, emotional, values disconnect, and purpose. 
So starting off with physical exhaustion, um, they write that it often arises from an obvious cause, such as sleep deprivation and produces recognizable symptoms like sluggishness, brain fog, and irritability. I feel like when you think of the word tired, when you think of the feeling of being tired, this is typically what you're thinking of, this idea of physical exhaustion. Um, I think it's super interesting that they say that it produces recognizable symptoms. There's one of my friends, I used to tell her that she's got tired eyes and it looked like, I don't know, that she hadn't been sleeping lately or maybe, you know, rough night and stuff like that. So she would come to school the next day and then you could tell that she was a little tired. And something that people can tell that maybe, maybe, you know, you cried a little, maybe you didn't get a lot of sleep, maybe your body just moves slowly because you're sore from exercising or something like that. Physical exhaustion is something that you typically think of when you think of being tired, and it's probably one of the first things. But moving on to the second one, which is mental exhaustion, is often marked by an inability to concentrate, a feeling of being flat and uninspired, and problems with short-term memory, as they write in the LinkedIn article. I feel like when you think of mental exhaustion, it is also the second thing that you probably think of, something that you can't really recognize um, as an outside person, but you can definitely feel it in your mind when you are mentally exhausted. Don't really want to keep up with any of the things that you're doing in life anymore or anything like that. And that in itself is the idea of mental exhaustion. When you're kind of having like a brain fart or you're not being able to do the things that you want to do because your brain is tired of it and you're kind of done for the day. And usually when you have that feeling, you want to go to sleep. So it goes to show that these types of exhaustion kind of just go hand in hand. But the third one, the third one is emotional exhaustion. I think it's super interesting. They write that it's typically brought on by persistent relationship friction, a period of grief, or constantly acting in a caretaker role at work or at home. It's like being the mom. And when you exert yourself, when you use all of your effort, time, and energy, I feel like that's kind of associated with emotional exhaustion, and therefore you end up just having persistently or consistently low feelings. These low feelings that, I don't know, you're not the perkiest one of the bunch. You're not exactly that happy, but you're also not exactly that sad. Maybe you are. Who knows? Who knows? But when you keep doing the same thing over and over again, even when you keep hearing the same thing over and over again, whatever it may be, this period of repetition that maybe you're not wanting, that you keep having to go through, and therefore, you are emotionally exhausted. Because if you wanted to go through it, I don't think that would tire you out. But if, you, if you're not wanting to have these relationship frictions, these periods of grief, um, and acting in a caretaker role, just having that persist in your life will, of course, yield these feelings of emotional exhaustion. Number four is the values disconnect. Exhaustion. I was kind of confused when they were writing about this, so here's just what they wrote in their article about values disconnect exhaustion. It occurs when a person has to compromise their own character and beliefs in order to meet the expectations placed on them. And I feel like it's almost getting tired of the environment around you, tired of, I don't know, the situation that you've placed yourself in because it's not truly who you are. 
whether it's in work or in school, you know, of course you want to be who you are, but if you're constantly having to sacrifice these aspects about yourself that are essential to who you are, then of course you're going to have these values disconnect exhaustion. Even in for me in situations where I'm hanging out with the people that, I don't know, that I love and that I love spending time with and stuff like that, there are just things that make me feel like I'm not being who I am or maybe their values or my values are being, I don't know, disconnected with myself because I'm in the situation with them or whatever it may be. This values disconnect exhaustion is you're eventually going to reach this point in time where you're going to be tired of having to sacrifice these aspects of yourself that are important to you and things that you shouldn't have to sacrifice. And lastly is purpose exhaustion, which they write to be the most difficult form of exhaustion to recognize and address. If you're doing well physically, mentally, and emotionally, if your life is basically good, yet you persistently feel like something is missing, purpose exhaustion may be the culprit, is what that LinkedIn, LinkedIn article says. And that makes a lot, a lot of sense. Sometimes life can just seem so great. I kind of feel that. Um, or at least I felt that about a year ago when school was back in session and it was kind of like kind of getting back to normal after COVID and whatnot, but I was kind of just there. I was getting to do all these things in school, doing well with that, doing well my extracurriculars, but it felt like I wasn't really going towards any direction. And it's really important to, to take some time to get in touch with yourself. And that's when I started that whole new phone, new me phase and stuff like that. If you listen into the era of maybe around the last half of 2021, you're going to hear that idea frequently because I feel like that was a time when I had purpose exhaustion even. When I didn't really know what to do with my life. Because everything was good, but also everything was just, I don't know, unsatisfying, I guess. So when you're tired, it's so important to find time to not feel tired. Unless that's what you want, of course. When you're physically exhausted, you gotta take that time to sleep. You got to take that time to think about, I don't know, you got to take time, not think, that's in a mental exhaustion, but especially if you're having like irritability, you kind of just got to take a break. Even when there's no time, you sometimes just have to do it because you know it'll take you that out of that state of physical exhaustion and therefore just make life a little better. When you're mentally exhausted and you're unable to concentrate feel like it's flat and uninspired it's also important to take a break just think about what's going on in life right now and not try to stay focused on whatever you're trying to focus on because if you just keep pushing yourself to do things over and over and over again it's that repetition it's that repetition that i don't know i guess just like discourages people and Stuff like that from, I don't know, moving forward. That repetition that can become so exhausting. When you're emotionally exhausted, it's so important to address this thing. I just had that podcast episode about when the rough patch could potentially become a ground. And this is basically saying that you, you have a rough patch, a rough patch of either relationship friction, a period of grief, or constantly acting in a caretaker role. It's important to address that if you think 
that I don't know that's not what you want to be doing if you are so exhausted with um all of those things that are happening in your life that you need to be able to lift yourself up from that rough patch be willing to change something and set some boundaries that will take you out of it same with the values disconnect there's something i don't know we have so much power in the things that we do to be able to set boundaries to be able to put ourselves in positions that we want to be in versus just i don't know getting by and putting ourselves in positions that we don't want to be in we have so much power in that and if you choose to do what you want to do you can take yourself out of that rough patch you can Find situations where you don't have to sacrifice yourself or compromise your own character and beliefs. Because it's so important to, I don't know, living the life that you want to live for yourself instead of living the life in order to, what, like get by, in order to just do work, in order to do things for other people. I don't know. It's your life. They, they got their own life to live and they can do it for themselves and that doesn't mean you have to do it for you or for them. Right? Of course, we want to attribute our successes and failures to, to, to people, but it doesn't mean that we're going to live our lives for them. We still must live our lives for ourselves. And that's exactly why we should develop that purpose. To find that time to get in touch with ourselves to figure out what we want, what we want to do with our lives. I found myself that, you know, when I was in this state of purpose exhaustion, I just ended up doing all the things that I wanted to do, hanging out with all these people, doing all these things. Because eventually it made me happier. It made me less tired. And I didn't have to think about being stuck and all that jazz. So when you're feeling tired, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, compromising your values or purpose, or anything else. If that's all you want, find time to not feel that tired. If you don't want to be tired, do something about it. There's so many opportunities for us to do so, even if with the little time that we have on our hands, if you make the intention, or if you're intentional about setting that opportunity, or finding the opportunity to no longer feel tired, then maybe you will. Maybe you will no longer feel tired. And that's a pretty great feeling. Thank you so much for listening to a podcast episode of Open Hearts and Light and Minds. I really appreciate that you took time out of your day to listen to this interesting episode about um, the different types of tired. Please check out Instagram at openheartsandlightenedminds for updates every time there's a new podcast episode. Really appreciate it if you share it with your friends. Give me new uh, podcast topics to talk about. But don't forget, there are new episodes every Friday. So I'll catch you all next week. Mm-hmm.